line by line. We delve into the workings of the visual and performing arts industry, help you learn how to make your own mark in the creative industry. I'm Dr. Tony Rail Sutherland. We have with us today Michael Cohn, is the division chair for the audio recording, filmmaking, and music business of Houston Community College Center, Excellence of Visual and Performing Arts. It's a mouthful. Welcome to the show. Michael, um, I would like for you to introduce your students. He has some students with him today um, that are very creative and are very productive. So, Michael, can you introduce the students that you brought with you? Absolutely, I'd be happy to. So, uh, we have Abraham Ayala, who is the head writer for the series. It was his pilot script that really gave birth to the whole idea for the series. We have Kayo Cruz, who was a cinematographer and camera operator for the run of the series. And we have Jeff Novais, who was a fabulous art director, as well as one of several uh, directors for the series. One of the things that sets the show apart is that each of the six webisodes was directed by a different student. Great. Um, so let's uh, see our different students. Um, why, don't we, why don't we start with Abraham? It was your idea, I understand, about this, this script. So tell us a little bit about it. Tell us uh, what motivated you to write this and give us a little background about you. What's, what's, uh, tell us a little bit about your background too. Thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you for the uh, interview. This is all lovely, and I'm happy that we're finally able to do it after uh, so many reschedules. Um, but uh, so a little bit about me. I um, I got into this whole screenwriting uh, field because since I was young, I liked writing fantasy novels and you know just escaping myself into creative worlds that I would come up with. And so now I just have the end goal of eventually creating my own. Uh, TV shows, you know, being a showrunner, um, that's my, um, where I'd like to be eventually. And so this was a really great experience in that uh, because I was able to be a head writer, which is um, a great deal of experience for me as a screenwriter. So um, that's something that I really enjoyed. And as for the uh, whole um, motivation of the, the story itself, uh, it, it definitely wasn't uh, as I first intended. It wasn't going to have a a lot of the um, elements of, um, well, I don't know if this is a spoiler-free um, interview, but, um, you know, the, there's a, like a rhyming element involved into the story, and that was something that kind of came about uh, during some of my talks with Cohen, because I would um, always just ask him about, you know, what, um, how to better build the, the main character. And so we came about how, what was one way to make him more, um, I guess, make him suffer more? And so that whole idea of him having this rhyming compulsion was the best way to make him, uh, uh, make it an obstacle for him to, you know, get his desire, which was, which is love. And so that's where most of uh, the ideas came about for that character. Great. Um, now we're going to go more into the video a little bit later. But, uh, tell me, you know, this is not your first rodeo, as they say. <laughs> I was reading some background on you, and you've won some awards and different things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, well, uh, my most recent awards, which is actually a project that I work with uh, Kayo as well, was on the 48-hour film festival. We did a um, 
we competed and we got several awards for that one. And uh, another, I guess, awards that I've gotten would be, uh, well, I was nominated as well as Kayo for uh, Student of the Year. Uh, we're great students. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that was one of, one of the highlights of the year for me, um, just being uh, nominated and, you know, um, for the, uh, the fact of being, um, I guess, uh, a hardworking student that um, really just reflects what I've been doing. And, and honestly, like, it goes along with what with my experiences in school and just everything that I've learned. It's been, um, it's been a great experience. Um, and so those are, more, I guess, my, my awards and, and stuff that I've gotten so far. And it's what makes a difference. It's why you're productive. <laughs> yeah. well, Let's go to Jeff. Uh, Jeff, tell us a little bit about your background and what was your role in this, this uh, what's it called, web series? <laughs> well, I've got a, a background in a lot of different things, um, drawing and uh, sculpting, which turned into stop motion animation. I have a huge background in that, and that's primarily what I do right now. I've got a YouTube channel and a few different social medias where I post animations and things that I've done in various art projects. Um, but I've always liked fabricating things and building odd contraptions and things like that. So um, when we were coming up with this web series, we were trying to think of um, you know more ways to make Carl suffer. And we came up with this ridiculous idea for Carl to have this dog collar on his neck that would shock him every time he would rhyme um as a negative reinforcement therapy and so i actually have the original props here so this is the shock collar that we used and i built this myself it's um it was it's some kind of flange device or like for ducting for air conditioning ducting that i found in a hardware store we put padding on the inside of it so it wouldn't scrape up his neck it's got some wires that I just hand coiled around the back of it. There's a, some kind of coax splitter on the back. It has a light that really does light up. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But it would be green when he was behaving. And then it would switch to red whenever he would rhyme. And he would get a shock. And it really did change colors that wasn't in effect. Um, and it's got uh, like a fence latch on it here. So it can pop open. And it had a traditional lock on it. So that's the main one that he used. And then as Carl's suffering continued, it got more and more beat up over time. So we made this rusty version of it. It's all bent up. It's got a wire sticking out of it that looks like it could shock you. Um, I beat on it with a hammer and crumpled it up by hand and sprayed it with a rusty paint just to make it look terrible. This wire actually came off. Um, which, you know, when you're making film props, you don't really build them to last. You just, you need it to last as long as it's on camera. So you kind of end up cobbling these things together with whatever resources you have. And um, sometimes they break over time. So I'll do a little restoration work on this. Well, that's great, Jeff. And we'll talk more about your different things that you created. But first, we've got one more student to talk to, Kayo, uh, that we want to talk to before we take a quick break. And we'll look at some of the video and some of the other stuff you guys did. But Kyle, tell us a little bit about you, your background, and what you did in the video. Hi, everyone. So um, as you may know, I'm from Brazil, and I moved here in 2014. And I went to college. I was going to get an associate's degree in business. I was going to go to business school. 
but I always have that passion for photography, you know, and even though I heard from a lot of people that that was a hobby, that I couldn't make money with that, I still like have support, especially from my mom. She was like, is that what you like? You know, don't think about money because when you have passion with something, the money will come. And she was right, you know, and I was really scared, like, especially to take this major, you know, it's not a stable job most of the times. But I was like, well, I got to at least try and see if I like. And that's when I found the program at HCC. I went to different schools first looking and they were so expensive. And I, I found out there was, you know, an affordable uh, certificate at HCC. And, and I was really surprised by all the gear they have. They have like lights, cameras, and they have the green, uh, the, the studio with the green screen. And I was like so like amazed by that because, you know, the for me, the tuition price was not, it was really cheap compared to what the other schools were offering. So I was like, well, let me, you know, let, let, me, let me start this and see how it goes. So first semester, I just love, and I was like, okay, this is definitely my passion. And I was actually scared to go more towards the side of film. I like more the advertisement part of it and, uh, you know, vlogging more YouTube. I have a YouTube channel too. But I was so scared because I never liked too much to do like a script, to follow all those rules that you need to do in order to, you know, actually do a film or a web series, for example. And that's when Michael offered the class and I was like, okay, maybe that's the time, you know, to do it. And from the start to the beginning, I learned so much about so many different things, not just camera, because I was doing camera work, but about lighting, about, you know, even editing and all that. And, and, and my favorite part was because Michael was, on top of the project for everything. So he was literally our mentor. You know, we were doing the project, but he was there literally telling us like how to, you know, find solution for our problems, how to actually shoot. And and I think this this guidance for me and the fact that he was a mentor literally made me not be scared of this. And now I love like I really want to be in the film industry because again, before I was just more like, no, I just want to stuff, you know, and, and have fun, but now I'm really into it. And I, I do scripts now to all the sorts of production that I do. I sit down, I do a script, I do a shot list, something that I never like to do and I do now too. So it was definitely like a, a good way to get a lot of knowledge in this area. And so I actually graduated filmmaking and I received the, the award for a student of the year for filmmaking. And I was really happy and really proud because you know I worked really, really hard to do that. I got straight A's. And I was always give my best for all the student projects. And that's something that people don't realize too, because they think just because it's a student project or because they're not getting paid, they just do whatever, you know, and that's not how it works. This is a tool that can be as a, uh, something good for your portfolio. And also you can learn so much from it, you know, and a lot of jobs and a lot of things that I get from it, it's because I did a good job. I show a student project for someone like, oh my God, this is really good, you know, like, you have potential you know, because I work hard for it, even though it was a school project. So I'm, I'm really satisfied with everything, you know, that I learned and I graduate, but now I'm doing photography at HCC too, because, you know, even though I know uh, most of it, I still want to do the certificate because I really like the professors. I really like the institution and, and uh, I'm just starting too. you know, it's like, you can't stop studying or any, else. I mean, never. <laughs> also work at HCC TV too and I work closely with you so I can attest to the fact that you are an excellent worker, hard worker and very creative and very knowledgeable. In fact, you teach other students. So I don't want to take all of our time talking about all of the things we've accomplished other than I want to get now to the um, uh, web series. So 
Uh, before we go, I'm going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to come back and you're going to see the trailer. And then after the trailer, kick into it and talk about the details, okay? Be right back. line by line. Now we have the trailer. We've been talking about this web series called Be Mine. It's very funny. You look at it and see what you think. Here's the trailer. Hi Peggy. <sighs> Roses are red, violets are blue. I only found tulips. These are for you. Oh, son. What do you see in this girl? You don't have good looks or a stable mentality, but boy, do I love your great personality. Sorry, let me rephrase that. What does she see in you? I brought you flowers. <gasps> oh, then you're in for a treat. <laughs> Peggy! Oh, oh, Carl, stop! <laughs> Peggy, wait! <laughs> This is my favorite part. That is very funny. Tell me, uh, tell me, uh, Abraham. Uh, now, you gave me a little bit of a hint on this, but what made you think of this story? Uh, what made me think of this story? Um, well, I can't really say that I wrote it based on experience, um, but, <laughs> and I've never been in, in, in Carl's shoes, uh, thankfully, right? Um, cause Poor guy, he, he goes through a lot. But uh, one of the things that I learned in Cohen's uh, screenwriting class was that you should always um, imagine your character being climbed up in a tree and as if you're throwing rocks at it and just basically, you know, pelt any kind of uh, obstacles and problems um, to your character. And so, you know, where it started from uh, as simple as an idea of having a character who gets rejected and, um, Spoilers here, <laughs> when he gets rejected, um, that uh, somebody films the you know proposal gone wrong and it goes viral. And that's where I was gonna build a story from. But after I added that element, uh, as I mentioned earlier about having him have this uh, rhyming compuls um, compulsive disorder was uh, what really just uh, made this uh, a more surreal kind of story, which um, once we, we started writing uh, on the, on the the rest of the episodes as a whole class, that's when everybody put in their own ideas, and it felt like it was no longer my idea; it was ours, and it was a lot better than how I could ever imagine. So, I really give that to the whole class. They really worked on it, and uh, 
Yeah. If you, were to, if you were to classify this as a particular kind of genre, what would you call it? Uh, I, I think the, the main one would fall under rom-com, uh, since, you know, his ultimate desire is uh, to get the girl, right? Um, does he get her? Is it the right one? You know, um, you got to watch it, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, we did want to um, add a lot of a... Uh, comedic relief in it as well as uh like as i mentioned some kind of like surrealism because it just it gets weird <laughs> but uh in a funny way you know and we just we we were a lot i guess experimental in a, in a lot of ways and some of the jokes we put in there and uh, and just the, the way the way we made it look and feel michael as the instructor tell me a little bit about what you felt that you had to do most to help them uh, make this as great as it is. Well, following up on what Abraham said a moment ago, in a lot of ways, this uh, class was an experiment. It's a course that we had never offered before at HCC in the filmmaking program. It's a course that I had never uh, personally taught before. So um, I felt like I was taking a large creative risk along with all of the students. And we were all sort of making our way together through the process of the students uh, developing story ideas and then writing the script. But I think probably by the third or fourth weekend of the semester, I started to feel that uh, a really high level of confidence on all of the students as a group and individually that we were really going to pull this together. Um, and, you know, something that Abraham mentioned also, one of the things I think is remarkable about both the class and the project is that Abraham wrote a pilot script which inspired really the entire creative series, the web series, but the entire class was divided into writing groups. And so the subsequent five webisode scripts were written by all of the other students with Abraham serving as the head writer. And so it was remarkably collaborative and I think it was very successful. And I'm really proud of all of the students who are having come together in a really creative way, worked remarkably effectively together. Um, finished six very strong webisode scripts, and then within the same 16 weeks of the semester, having written those six scripts, the students then formed a rotating crew and uh, completed the whole casting process, rehearsed the actors, and shot and completed and edited and delivered a six-part web series, all within 16 weeks, which I think is really amazing. It's always difficult, I find, have many chiefs, uh, <laughs> too many chefs, you might say, uh, making a pot. But with this, it actually worked. You had a lot of people doing a lot of things, and uh, and it actually worked. So that's that's very commendable. Um, so uh, Jeff, tell me, okay, uh, you were getting ready to show me some more stuff that you created for this. Uh, go ahead and show me some more stuff and tell me uh, how you went about making it and that type of thing. Sure. So one of the other props that we fabricated was uh, The Mime Who Could Rhyme. It's a children's novel that Carl uh, is obsessed with and he thinks that his father wrote it. Uh, a very talented artist, Ryan Nitsch, who was also part of our crew, did the cover for this one. This one's incredibly beat up because it's after a scene where the book gets torn up. Um, and this one, now this one actually doesn't have any pages in it. So it has pages, but they're just solid colors. This was a 
just a, a little book of construction paper that I found at a dollar store. And then we put this laminated cover over it and uh, we made a back cover for it. He actually has the non beat up version of it. Um, and I gave that to him as a gift. And uh, so this one we just ripped to shreds and we've got tape all over it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we made a second one because it, it got really beat up during the filmmaking. And uh, another one of the props, I didn't fabricate this one, but it became a, a secondary character, Robbie Jr., the robot. So this this is an old Radio Shack toy from the 80s, and it uh, I collect stuff like this and fix it up. And um, while we were decorating Carl's room, I had, I had brought in a bunch of old toys and things, and this was originally just going to be on the shelf. But Abraham saw it rolling around, and he thought it would be good to have it uh, actually working in the show and um uh, talking with abraham and michael it, it just kind of became its own character and we gave it a, a bad french accent um that i provided the voice for we gave it a bow tie and he became carl's little butler so that was more of the surrealism to the series and uh that was a lot of fun we had a lot of technical difficulties with him too since it's quite old uh he would like want to drift to the right as we were uh, controlling him so we would have to set him up in certain ways so that he would end up where we wanted him to be. Eventually I fixed it, but during most of the filmmaking that was difficult to deal with. And uh, those are the main props and other stuff was just various toys and odds and ends from my collection. Very good. I mean, that's just very creative to do that. And Kyle, uh, you were the videographer and photographer, camera person for all of this. Uh, tell me, what did you learn in this? I'm sure trying to get actors in the right spot, trying to get the lighting right, all the different aspects of it. Uh, what were some things you ran into? So, um, first of all, of course, it was a great experience. So, we have two cameras. I was a camera A, and we also have a second person camera B, Sal Cortez. And I was responsible also for the gimbal shots, which is the stabilizer, and those are so much fun. And I, you know, I have my own, and I, I just love playing with them because they can get such like nice shots, that not do handheld. So I think that was, you know, really interesting for me because I've used before the, the series, but once we are there in set, and there's all that pressure from the director and everybody else around you, you know trying to to get the shot done and you know of course sometimes we have some technical issues especially the focus sometimes it was you know uh, out of focus so it, it was challenging but i think that it turned out pretty good and it definitely gave like more like a cinematic feeling for the web series and i was really happy with the with the results and i definitely learned a lot from this aspect when it comes to lighting we have different people doing lighting but i was you know me and michael i was usually like Telling them, hey, I think we don't need to do all that. We could just bounce. And Michael's like, and I used to consult with Michael. You know, hey, Michael, what do you think about this slide? I'm like, yeah, that's better. Like this. He's like, okay, just just making sure. But it was fine. You know, I I did help a lot of people because you know since that was almost my last semester, I had a lot of classes that other people didn't have. So I have you know when it comes to you know knowledge in some parts, I knew more than you know some people did. So. I was gladly like helping them and say, hey, you know, I learned in class that you need to do this and that. But I was always checking with Michael, just make sure, you know, I was not saying anything wrong. So, you know, and I think I, I think it turned out pretty good. I was really excited with the 
with the whole web series, how it turned out and the shots itself. And they look really professional and, you know, and honestly, like I never seen such good work coming from like a college, you know, I think we, we step, step our games with this. And, and, and then thanks to HTC because HTC like sponsor, you know, did everything that was possible to, you know, make the web series happen. But yeah, and that aspect was, you know, the camera was challenging because, you know, there's always, there's so many settings that we got to make sure it's right to get the best shots. And I was also helping my friend Saul, like to make sure his camera was set. And, and the reason why we decided to use two cameras was just because to do a reverse shot takes a lot of time. You know, you got to change the whole lighting and, and we didn't have too much time. You know, we have, you know, every Saturday and, and we need to do in that amount of time. We didn't have, we couldn't reshoot. That was not our plan. So we need to make it happen as fast as we could, of course, respecting, you know, the, the perfectionism, but also trying to not waste any time. So we end up using two cameras and I think it works really well because that way, you know, the, the chance of you getting continuity errors is less because you have the same shot literally. We can just cut in between cameras and I think it make work well. You know, we save a lot of time with that. Uh, we have like, two minutes or so left so i wanted to ask um abraham how was it like working with actors and i'm a writer too and i i want to ask you how does it feel when you write something and all of you that because you all created the different uh web series what does it feel like to you when you actually see what was in your mind coming alive I don't know if there's any words for it. Um, it's uh, magical to say the least. Honestly, it's uh, it feels pretty great, just uh, especially because it doesn't always turn out exactly how you have it in mind, right? Uh, in this case, I, I really say it, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I think it came out a lot better than I would have ever really imagined. And uh, working with actors, uh, all, of, all of our actors were really lovely and great. Uh, when we held the auditions, honestly, all of the ones that we ended up actually taking on, taking on board I thought to myself, yeah, those those seem to be really ideal candidates, and it turned out that the whole cast and crew really worked together to make this uh, an amazing project. Um, and as for the actors, I think they really brought these characters to life um, straight from the pages. You know, they added their own elements and their own quirks, and they had fun with them. You know, and so they really made it made them their own, and so that was really lovely to see. Um, but, and it was fun, honestly, working out with actors. Uh, I would say that I did have one prior uh, work with, um, or experience with me working as a director on an independent project, but not at this level as, as the web series. It, it was a lot more extensive, but uh, at the same time, very fun. And so that was uh, really, I would say my first time working with good professional actors. Um, I would say that some were a little bit more, I guess, experienced and, than others, but they were all really, really professional and sophisticated. So, Michael, I'm going to end with you. We only have about 30 seconds left. Tell me, um, what uh, what are you going to take from this experience as far as, are you going to offer any more classes like this? Uh, what's going on with that in the future? Well, uh, this experience has confirmed in my mind that it's possible to take a group of talented students and accomplish a tremendous amount in 16 weeks. So I'm, I'm convinced that we need to continue to teach this course. 
if not every semester, then at least once a year. And that's something I'm going to try to put into motion as soon as I can so that, you know, what would be wonderful in five or 10 years from now, we have not one, but we have a whole series of web series that have been created by different generations of students. That's the dream. Yeah. That's great. Well, listen, I want to thank all of you, Michael, Abraham, Kyle, Jeff, uh, for being on the show. I think a lot of people learned a lot of things and learned that, you know, can do it too. You can make your own mark in the creative world. So we will see you next time on I'm Live.